Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, thank you for watching and listening. Ultra Life, the show about business and life. We've got Kat Palmer here today. Hi guys. A well-known photographer and avid an activist and a feminist advocate, whatever you want to say. You're going to be doing the Slut Walk. Uh, what is that? Slut Walk is September 24th, and I've been working with it with Rachel Jensen, and we are meeting at the Municipal Building on Washington Square right next to the library, 12 p.m. September 24th. We're going to be marching up to the state capitol. We've got amazing speakers, the mayor, Jackie Dukuski, Mike Weinholz, who is our next governor, let's be honest, and uh, Kim Bowman, who's going to be the next lieutenant governor, and... Um, Legislator uh, Representative Angela Romero, our speakers that day. So super what, exciting. Butt walk. So basically, it is no matter how you ladies are dressed, you don't deserve to be raped. Um, back in uh, Canada, Cox uh, went on record saying uh, if she wasn't dressed like a slut, perhaps she wouldn't be raped, right? We recently had a judge say if she could just keep her knees together, she shouldn't have been raped. What? So this is about rape culture because we're trying to start hashtag consent culture working on right now. We're talking about consent is sexy. It's the walk of no shame. And talking about what consent is. We talk about consent with our children. And um, so yeah, slut walk, which is a national, it's it's worldwide. It's a walk that happens everywhere. Talking about rape and talking about rape culture. And uh, we have Merlissa Merlot and Levi Rounds warming up the crowd. And then we're going to be marching up to the state capitol. It's fam- family friendly. Come dressed however you want to be dressed. What time is it? 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. So we're meeting at the municipal building, which is right next to library, the library, um, 400 South. And then we're marching up to the state capitol. I'll be emceeing that day. So if you want to hear my loud mouth that talks with you fast, come on out. And uh, like I said, Rachel Jensen, um, has been working hard on this, and I feel like my neighbor is about to knock on my door. This is amazing. Will you let her know I made an amazing cucumber dill sauce with that? This is not awkward at all. So anyway, so the, the slot walk is on um, September 24th. It's free. My entire family will be there. We're a family of eight, and we will all be there with our um, consent is what? We're having all the different children uh, and our family talking about what consent means to them. Um, yeah, so um, she brought me she brought me some. <laughs> this is not awkward at all. So, this, what does this look like for you, <laughs> My neighbor just brought me some cucumbers and some zucchini. I'm very excited. So, okay, all right, Adam, get in here. Literally, we did not plan that. We did not plan that. <laughs> okay. We're talking about empowering you. Powering women. Um, you know, I've seen in my life and in other people's lives who are actually empowering women. Where there's, a, there's a consensus for men to be tend to be egotistical and not want to empower women. Would you agree? Sure, but you realize how egotistical I am, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, I wouldn't say egotistical. Okay. Actually, but that's what I do. <laughs> um, so what I've seen is that it would actually benefit humanity for women to be more empowered. Right, yeah. To have an equal say, a real equal say. To step out and when, when they, don't, they don't want to say stuff like we were talking earlier, to actually speak their mind. Yes. What, what, what do you have about that? I have a, I have a long list. 
I have a long list. So let's start with the first one, no shaming. This does not just mean no shaming of me, but this means no shaming of other women. So as you're dating or married to or trying to empower another woman, you're not shaming other women, and you're also not shaming them. I'm talking about sex shaming. I'm talking about quirks, because I'm super fucking quirky. I'm talking about mental illnesses, because some people have mental illnesses. You're not shaming them about that. Body shaming, any sort of shaming, no shaming is happening, right? If somebody says, I want to try this in the bedroom, this sounds super sexy, I'm going to say, ew, you're weird. What would you say? If it, you say if it didn't work for you, just say it doesn't work for me. It's totally okay. Like, it's, it's okay that if you have a partner and something doesn't work for them, be communicative, right? And say, that doesn't work for me. We'll say, hey, let's have fun. Let's try it. And let's see. Because I'm a firm believer, like, unless you try something at least once, twice, three times, you don't know if you don't like it. So firm believer that. With everything else, I'm a three-time believer. So anything in your life, whether it's trying salmon or sex, you don't know until you try it. Okay? Change it. So true. Give it a chance. Absolutely true. Um, I love that Zane Haviland has joined, by the way. He's the one that started the hashtag ban Cat Palmer, mm-hmm. which I'm going to make into T-shirts. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. It actually happened once. Right. I think so, but no. No, no, no. Zane doesn't hate me. Oh, my God. Zane doesn't hate me. No. <laughs> it's a common misconception. So. Um, the second thing is listen and talk. So having somebody that you listen to a woman, I don't, I don't mean fake listening, <clears throat> but I mean actually listening. Listening, yeah. Listening has been a, a crucial thing because if you actually listen to things, you can actually maybe hear what they have to say. One of my, one of my favorite things. So I'm in a relationship for the last 11 months with the same person. Amazing. Oh, but um. One of the most amazing things is that at, at the end of the night, we get together, we live together and we lay in bed and we talk, we talk. Kids are in bed or even on nights we don't have kids. We lay in bed and talk and it might be brief, it might be long, but we talk about things and that's very empowering to me to be heard, to be able to have a conversation with my lover, very empowering. Um, next one, um, encourage your partner. If you want to um, empower women, encourage her, um, also give her space. So if she needs space, give it to her. Whether that means her having her own activities, her going out with her friends, whatever that means, don't complain about giving her space. Anything about that? Well, then you guys need to talk. Communication. So if it's like you're hanging out two days a week and um, they're doing other stuff five days a week, what is it like for you? Talk, talk to them. About. Talk to them. What works, what doesn't work, right? What is important to her? What's important to her? Family? Family's not that important to me, let's be honest. But what is important to me is for us, my immediate, yes, my my immediate family, the children we have at home, that is important to me. I'm talking about extended family. Um, But find out what's important to her. If her immediate family and her parents and siblings and all those things are very important to her, make an effort because that means a lot to her. Um, For me, events. This is going to sound so superficial, but it's not because it's all part of what I do, who I am, the business I'm building. Um, I have to attend a lot of events, and some people I've dated in the past mm. kind of boohoo that. Yep. They have to dress up. They have to go with me. They have to. I'm, I'm very social in, in that aspect, and um, it's hard for some people 
to be in the limelight or attend events or have to be there as my date, right? Um, and for me, attending events, it's nice to have somebody that wants to enjoy dressing up and going with me, and I have a partner that does that now. So, um, supporting, so kind of supporting uh, your mate or woman. Whatever she does. Whatever she's doing. Support them. If she's super into sports and she's doing sports stuff, go out and cheer her on, right? And say, yeah, good job. Um, if she's having to go to events and network, go with her. Um, if, she, if family is really she's doing family dinners every week and she's wanting to do that, support her. So it's finding out what's important to her and supporting her in that. I yeah, agree. yeah, definitely. Um, but we do. Good job. Good job. I think we agree, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so the other one is validating. So for me, I don't need validation from strangers. I literally don't give a fuck about strangers. So when I was doing dating sites and strangers were trying to validate me, it's like, you don't fucking know me. Like, that means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But somebody that I hold sacred to my heart and somebody that matters to me, what they think and the feedback they give me, it, it matters to me. Like, I may put on this very tough exterior that I don't give a fuck about anything, but I do care about my mates and I do care about what they think. So validating her is empowering her as well. So anything on that? No, it's making me think about a lot of stuff, but keep going. Okay. Listening to her body and her words while you're having sex. So let's talk about that. Mm. That's empowering, right? Um, If you're so listening, feeling, understanding how body language works, listening to her words saying what she needs from you, what she doesn't need from you. So that is also very empowering to me. Um, Yeah. Um, Reassuring her. Uh, how, even powerful women, and this is one from um, Tina Escobar's past, even powerful women second guess themselves. Mm-hmm. I do my, I do too. Like I will second guess myself. Well, and, and men do too. Right. So it's not like a, it's a human thing. Right. It's just a human thing. No matter how you about yourself, or no matter how powerful you are or how popular you are, like you second guess yourself, and so it feels good to have your partner reassure you. Go back to the sex part. Sure. You're, about saying, that. you're saying listen to your body and words. Mm-hmm. But if you can't tell and they don't speak, that's that's one of the things I would say is to empower them to actually share. Then talk to them. Talk mm-hmm. to them. You're not in the heat at the moment. When, so, so the biggest thing, like, with sex, it, you know, you can, you can listen and talk in the heat of the moment, right? But it's important to us to have those conversations when you're not in the heat of the moment. Um, because there's a lot of what's happening in your brain in the heat of the moment. And also, you know, it's hard to communicate always in the heat of the moment. Vulnerable. Right, and being vulnerable, yeah. yes, it's, it's very difficult. So I, my partner and I have been together for almost a year now. We have an amazing sex life. I still check in with him and, and ask, how are things going? What do you want to see improved? Um, what, what are you liking? What are you not liking? Right, it's important to have those conversations not in the heat of the moment. And so um, communicate, right? If your partner's not talking to you, ask them. Ask them. Talk to them, right? It's not, it's not that difficult. How would you – so there have been times when I've been in situations like this sex is all around me. I cannot mention it earlier, and I mentioned it when we were talking before then. What can you do to empower women to share when they don't want to share, they won't share, they'll talk about it, it's a concern of theirs. 
but they won't actually share it with their partner. How can you empower them to actually share it? Start creating a safe space for that person. If they don't feel safe, they're not going to share, period. Um, you don't, you know, we don't always know the cost of people, right? Uh, most women have been sexually assaulted. Most women have had to deal with that. Um, and so creating a safe space for that woman will hopefully help her to open up because she's so safe. Um, and that actually goes into my next point is acceptance. Uh, my partner is totally good at acceptance, not just with me, right, but with, with everyone in his world. Um, accepting the person how they are, exactly how they are, not wanting to change them, but saying, I accept you, I accept you exactly how you are. Um, that's really huge. And so... Um, what can the woman do, though, to, besides providing that space with the mm-hmm. partner, what can the woman do to actually express themselves? Because um, sometimes it seems like you have a safe space, but they have the past in a way, or sure. they're worried about being judged. No matter I think the biggest thing, I think, because I'm talking about the women for women, right, is, is stop giving fuck. Stop giving any fuck. Um, that's a huge thing. When you, when you can go to anything and say, I don't if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that you don't like me. If we're not a match, I'm okay with that. Unfortunately, my eyes are old. They're pushing 40. So I can't, I can't actually read the small print faces include the conversation. Yes. Um, so, yes. So having the conversation and then um, the one before was James. Um, tried to watch on my end, but okay. So um, you'll be able to watch it later. It will stay up. So don't worry about that, James. Um, so for the woman, it's an amazing feeling. Well, that's, that's for me. I believe sometimes I pray that safe space will be, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you still don't hear the information. You don't get the feedback. You know there's something there, but it seems like no matter what you do, they're not going to tell you. And maybe they won't. So I'm speaking from the man's perspective. And maybe they won't, right? But open, but just continuing to help them realize you're in a safe space. I'm not going to judge you. I accept you. Um, mm-hmm. And just trying to create that. And some people, some women, are not in that space to be like, I'm okay with that. And, and, and that's also okay. So accepting saying, I'm okay with whatever, wherever you're at in life right now and on your journey, like, I'm okay with that. Okay and I'm not going to push that. Right. I'm not going to push that. Right. And so that's, that's huge. Uh, the next thing on my list, celebrate her. We're just talking about women today and empowering women. Celebrating her can look like so many different things. In the past, Adam and I have talked about learning love languages. And that's super important to knowing how celebrating her will mean something to her. For some women, it is getting on Facebook and posting about her and, you know, typing and celebrating her, right? For other women, it's bringing flowers. For other women, it's doing acts of service. For other women, it's, it's words of affirmation. So learning touch. For other women, it's touch. And so learning your partner's love language and celebrating them how they like to be celebrated is super important. And you can easily go, we've talked about this in the past, you can go Google love languages, take the test, it's free, it's easy, it's simple, there's five love languages. So learning that and then celebrating her in that way is incredibly empowering. I love it when, when Chris does that. I mean, he'll post things that sometimes bother you, but um, he'll, post, he'll post things online and publicly about saying, oh, um, and I love that. I love it when he does that. Um, he'll sometimes surprise me with flowers. Um, he'll some, you know, acts of service are huge for him. And so 
So I love it. I love being celebrated. That's very empowering, having your partner celebrate who you are. And I do believe a lot of this advice for giving, it goes both ways, right? So celebrating your male partner, mm-hmm. it goes both ways. But we're talking about empowering women today, right? Talk to me about your favorite way to celebrate women. Well, it depends on the woman, what they like. But I tend to celebrate all love languages. Just, I don't know if it's natural, whatever I use, basically. Um, words of affirmation. Like words of affirmation, like mm-hmm. acts of service, give gifts, or give little gifts, chocolates or something, mm-hmm. um, touch or show. Um, and if those chocolates don't have alcohol in them, I'm not interested, by the way. So buy the ones with booze. I'm just saying. We can buy those with booze. Not the booze ones. No. Um, and, of course, what is the, oh, time, uh, quality time. Right. Spending quality time together is huge. I've seen that huge in every sense of the way, everywhere. No matter what you do. I'm just reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. Jane, Jane, I'm just letting you know, I was married into a Mexican family for 15 years. None of that. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, no, 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 no. You're going to do bread iguana or Fritos. That's it. Or home. Oh, Taco Bell 2020. Yeah, yeah. Super good. And, and they, they, have they, gluten-free churros. they have gluten-free churros. Really? Yeah. That, that, oh, my God. I wanted to eat them today. Does she like those tacos? Yes. Do you like to send her some tacos from Tanqueria? Taco Bell 27. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. Um, to stay away from Taco Bell or anything. So one, one time, you said that's all good One mm-hmm. time, that's my friend's favorite place. Mm-hmm. So I hired a guy to deliver tacos from that place. So that's you can't cute. find anywhere that deliver tacos. I hire someone to actually. That's a win-win. Deliver tacos to your girls. Win-win. You'll be eating her tacos soon. Let's be honest. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, I only have three more. So, um, from this, um, is she different? So what? Right. Am I different? Yeah. Right. To let her celebrate her freak flag. If she's not like all the other girls, that's great. Celebrate her. It's really cool. She's different, right? Like, so what if she's different? So what if she has armpit hair? Should we show my armpit? Oh, go watch armpit hair. Right? Celebrate her differences, right? Just let her be her. I think that goes back. It's kind of redundant. It goes back to celebrating her, accepting her. But if she's different, you know, if she is super Democrat in a very red state, mm-hmm. Celebrate that. Shit. Never say like you said this earlier. Never mm-hmm. say oh to this face. Oh, you, you do that. Hey. Oh. Right. Oh, you let your boy. <laughs> you let your little boy carry a doll. Oh, your little boys in dance class. Right. Mm-mm. She's different. Celebrate that shit. Um. And if you can't, don't let it go. Right. Right. Because you're not the right sure, person. Right. If, if you're trying to fit a square. Right, and to a circle, let that shit go. Just move on, right? You can fit that in and use a hammer, but it's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of time, and it's going to be damaging. And it won't work out in the long run. And there's nothing wrong with people. Like when things don't fit, there's nothing wrong with that person, there's nothing wrong with that person. It's just they're not fitting. And it's okay to move on. It's okay to move on. So the other one is not feeling like you have to take the lead. So you're trying to empower a woman, you're trying to empower a powerful woman, right? Sometimes it's just let her fucking take the lead, whatever it is, whether, whether it be with sex, whether it be with planning a date, whether it's whatever it is, 
you don't always have to take the lead, and that's okay. So guys come in like, ooh, cool, 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 I'm manly. Like, I'm going to do it all. Like, right? Well, the ego thing you talk about? Yeah, yeah, the ego thing talking about. Right. Do you have any ego? No, ego's fine. It's just you have to realize I have a huge ego, so. I know. I, know. I mean, but I, I don't think you have a huge ego. I think you're very self-progressed, and you're not afraid of expressing yourself. And I also have a huge ego. So. <laughs> I'm a little bit self-aware. Like, I'm not, I'm not an incredibly humble person. It's, so, it's okay. It's totally okay. I'm aware of my ego. I don't let it rule me. I don't let it have me treat people poorly. I'm aware of it. So I'm self-aware. I'm a self-aware, egotistical person. It's fine. So so not telling me you have to take the lead. Um, Well, um, say more about that. Not telling you have to take the lead. You know, when when I'm dating, I'll notice that the woman tends to expect you to take the lead. Now, like I said before, you're different. Where, I have a man inside of me. Find, yeah, where do you find that down? Where do you think you find that down? Like, they want, to, they want you to believe. Sometimes they want you to know what they want. It's really hard. I can, um, I can, so I can only speak from my, like, who I am and my experience. Mm-hmm. And I have, a, I have a dude living inside of me, right? So, Fred. So, um, so I have a dude living inside me, right? Like, so... On so many levels, I have a dude living inside of me. Like, I'm primarily attracted to women. Um, I, I dress very masculine most of the time. I don't own female shoes. I don't own anything sexy um, in my consideration because I work with a lot of women who get naked for me, and they have very sexy clothing, and they have all these sexy things and all these very feminine things. And um, recently, my boyfriend said, you fight like a dude. You mm-hmm. fight like a dude. And so... Um, which means I just duke it out and just get over it and let's move past it. And you, but you express yourself. And that's, right. the, that's the challenge I was talking about before is right. expressing yourself. And so, so I have a hard time speaking for all women. Like I can speak for women that identify with me, that have a guy living inside of them who likes to wear makeup, who also are very masculine. So it's, it's a little difficult for me to just to come in as a woman and try to speak for women because I don't feel like I speak for all women. I feel like I speak for strong women. I feel like I speak for feminists and masculine women. But as far as, like, the girly girls go that love, like, watching, like, romantic comedies and um, get really pissed off about shit and love Valentine's Day, I can't speak for those women. And those women are okay, but I don't, I don't feel like I can speak for those women. So. Well, I can speak for all men, like men right. that are... You know, saying stuff like, uh, you got to be the man, put that woman in her place. Um, those guys I want to punch <laughs> in my throat. But that's not my style. Right. I mean, like, be the man, be a gentleman, but be the man, be a strong man and supportive and loving to you. Right. And be the man. Well, Whatever that means it's, it's, it's interesting because I recently had somebody say, there's, there's somebody who I adore who's going to meet with Chris and I to talk about feminism. And... He said, I just rarely am getting to the point where I realize you can be a masculine man and support feminism. And this guy is really great. 